in this episode, I answer the question of how you can use an assistant to save you time when sourcing property. However, even if you're not in property, all the lessons that I talk through are totally applicable to pretty much any complex system in your company. This is a question that was posed by one of our community members in our Facebook group, the Systems and Outsourcing Community, and it joined a live Q&A, which I do pretty much every week, where you get the chance to ask me anything about systems outsourcing business or pretty much anything in between, and I'll do my best to answer. So if you're not already a member of the Systems and Outsourcing Community Facebook group, I do recommend you joining so you can come and jump on one of the Q&As whenever you feel inclined. Anyway, enjoy this episode. It kicks off with me repeating the question Jennifer asked, and then I go into the answer. I hope you enjoy it. So the question is this, how do entrepreneurs like us who don't have an endless supply of cash, how do we leverage the best apps, virtual assistants, automation tools and systems to scale our businesses, increase our profits and have more time to do what we love to do each day? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Dr. Steve Day and this is Systemize Your Success. Do you have any suggestions for how to use VAs to help with lead generation for property sources and estate agents? Yes, I do, actually. Um, I work with a lot of uh, property people. So probably about 75% of our clients at the moment are property and most of them in some way, shape or form do sourcing. I also work with estate agents and um, uh, service accommodation uh, developers as well who are constantly sourcing properties. Um, and then also back in the day before I actually um, came over to the dark side, so to speak, and left property pretty much, um, I don't actively do property anymore because I focus on systems and outsourcing, but I did spend a long time developing systems for sourcing commercial properties for, for commercial conversions. So the way that I used um, our virtual assistants to help was, and it's the same way for any process, to be honest. So when you're looking at a big process like property sourcing, it's not like uh, update my Facebook profile. It's like a, there's like maybe 50 tasks involved in sourcing a property or maybe more from, from the point of thinking, right, what am I going to buy today as in property wise to actually putting the money on the table and actually making the purchase. So you've got to then think, okay, in that process of property sourcing, I'm going to you know, how am I going to do my goldmine area research? First of all, if you've already got if you've already got your area and you're nailed on it and that's set on it, then that's fine. But if not, you've got to do a lot of research into rents, into resale values, into amenities, you know, schools and hospitals and connections, into train uh, you know train services and whatever. You've got to look at um, you know house price trends. You've got to look at socio demographics. You've got all that stuff that you do when you're deciding: Am I going to buy in this area? has to be done every time you're researching an area. So if you if you go through this process and in doing so, you systemize what you do by creating systems, by creating SOPs, by actually documenting, creating your flow charts, all the sort of stuff we, we teach in, in our courses. If you do that when you're going through the process yourself, then you can do something once to show somebody and then get them to do it 10 times. Or you can say, can you go and do this training course? And maybe there's a really good training course you did on um, picking your goldmine area or whatever. Then you can do that and say, right, go and, go, and, go and have a go and apply some of that stuff you just learned. So the same principles apply to pretty much any type of thing or bigger system or process you're trying to create and, and, and uh, outsource. And so once you've, then, once you've then done that and you've actually documented it the first time, the next time that happens 
your life is so much easier. So instead of now saying, I'm going to do Goldman area research on this place, I'm going to say, well, actually, I've just come into a bunch of money. I need to actually spend this money, you know, if it, maybe it's an investor or whatever. I need to actually find properties. There, therefore, I'm going to actually get five people to do all this simultaneously. And suddenly, you're now generating huge amounts of potential leads. The same thing happens when you get to the next stage. So once you've got your Goldman area research, you need to then look at, okay, so looking at a specific property, am I going to buy this or not? What are the things that I need to know? What information do I need? You know, do you need to go and get uh, look on the planning portal? Do you need to have the EPC registered? Do you need to find the, uh, the, the, the town plan from the council? Do you need to know if it's in a conservation area? All the stuff that basically, the preliminary stuff before you get your planning consultants involved and all the rest of it that's going to cost you a fortune, all that preliminary stuff, which you can actually do yourself to save you a lot of money, um, but it costs you time. So actually getting someone to do all that for you can make your buying decision far quicker. So you can then remove yourself from all the time-consuming bits on the journey, all the information gathering, all the repetitive research-type tasks, getting everything into, into the right place. I and mean, if you systemize this and create you know, a, a, a spreadsheet, whatever, where someone fills out all the details, you then go and look at the spreadsheet once it's complete, and you make your buying decision based on all the information that's being collected. And obviously you might want to you know, have someone double checking it or whatever. But the idea is that it's the time that you're saving is the key thing. So that's what you get when you outsource is time. You should then be able to make more money because you have more time to do the high value tasks. So if you look at outsourcing, a lot of people say, well, I outsource to save money. No, I outsource to make money. It's a big difference. I don't outsource to reduce my costs in my in my staffing. Okay, yes, I, in, yes, of course I do, and that's a great thing. And, and because you know, at the stage when I started outsourcing, especially I couldn't afford to hire you know people in the UK at all. And even now, you know, I, I like to have a bigger team, and I couldn't afford those in, if it was if if everybody was UK based. So I mix and match. So yes, it does reduce costs, but the biggest thing is it frees my time to increase my profits. So therefore, I can then grow the business because I'm actually making more money rather than just saving money. So Jennifer's just said, I like that different mindset, freeing up time, increased opportunity to make money. Yeah, 100%, especially in something like property sourcing. It's a massively time draining thing. Like the first task I ever got outsourced by like properly by a, by a, um, a virtual assistant. So I recorded myself doing a uh, property research using Rightmove to find 10 one-bedroom flats and 10 two-bedroom flats of a comparable sort of quality in a given postcode. So I could then decide, am I gonna put, am I, am I gonna take this uh, research into a commercial conversion project any further? And like the first time I did that, so I was spending, so just bring contact, I was probably spending about an hour a day doing this at the time. So I was, I was you know, getting into my sourcing and, and, and trying to like figure out what I'm gonna do type of property. So look at loads of properties, trying to, trying to really understand the market. And so I was doing this probably at probably on average an hour a day, maybe sometimes even longer. And so I outsourced this to a, someone in, in India. And at the time I was thinking I was paying about 10 pounds an hour for this person, something like that. But for them 10 pounds, the next day I woke up and I had this spreadsheet full of 10 bedroomed, uh, sorry, one bedroomed and two bedroom properties, 10 of each all with the values, all with the, 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 the pound per square meter, because they've gone away and found out all the information that I needed from the EPC register and from the whatever else. And then I basically had a, this is the, the you know, average resale value of a property in the area, done. And I was like, that has literally just saved me an hour of my life every day from doing that one thing. And, you know, back then I was doing about £10 an hour. I'd now probably pay about 3 or £4 an hour for the same amount of work just because of, of uh, uh, I understand that about 
using places like the Philippines and, and hiring people directly. But the idea is, even doesn't matter if it's £10 or £5 or whatever, the idea is that an hour a day, you've got to put a value to that. How much are you worth? And if you're not sure about what your worth is, simply look at everything you earn, including interest, dividends, you know, property rental profits, um, uh, business money coming in. If you've got a job, add it all together and divide that by the number of hours you work in a, any given year. And that may be 2,000, maybe 3,000 hours. Whatever that figure is, that is how much you currently make from who you are every hour. And so if you're wasting your time doing something that costs you less than that, you've got to consider, is that worth actually getting someone to do it? Because the minute you free up some of your time, you can then focus on doing something of higher value, like having a coffee with an investor if you're in property, or going and viewing another property, making a buying decision, or pushing through a remortgage on a property so you can actually do some development, upsell, and whatever it is, or get, get the rental in, whatever it is. Or if it's in, you know, for me, for example, like at the moment, I'm spending about, um, I track my time, so I'm pretty, pretty accurate with this stuff now. Uh, I spend roughly about 90% of my working day at the moment focusing on uh, finishing uh, a new course. That course in the future over the next coming months and years will hopefully generate thousands and thousands of pounds in sales. And so the time it's spent, even if, even if I spend two to 300 hours developing that course, it very quickly becomes a hugely valuable use of my time once that starts selling, we start actually you know, increasing, scaling that, scaling the sales on that. And so being able to, to basically get other people to do all the day-to-day time-consuming stuff to allow me to purely focus on basically spending my time on developing assets that can then be sold in the future, whether that's assets like for promotions, like doing YouTube videos, for example, for, for, for promoting the course or doing um, uh, the actual course creation or coming up with new concepts or, or frameworks to be able to actually explain things better, all that sort of stuff. That is a massively Huge, hugely high value for the uh, long-term value to the company. If I would go back three years, I was spending, you know, maybe thirty percent of my time on doing that because I was running around chasing too much, like doing loads of, um, uh, like helping out, uh, or uh, just yeah, just doing all the admin stuff that you sh- shouldn't really do in the business, like onboarding clients, setting them up, setting up staff, training them one-to-one, all the stuff that you shouldn't do. And then over the years, that's that's exactly why you know. I, I do what I do now because I see how the value in it. Thank you so much for joining me and listening to this episode. I'm well aware there are hundreds of great business podcasts out there and you chose to listen to this one. And for that, I am truly grateful. Hopefully what you heard today took you one step closer to building a successful business so you can share your passion with the world and serve an ever-growing number of people. If you got value out of today's episode, then so will someone else you know. By sharing with others what has helped you along your way, you will grow your influence and be the guy or girl that everybody wants to know. So please hit the share button right now and also remember to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss future episodes. It's impossible for me to cover absolutely everything in these podcasts. So please do head over to systemizeyoursuccess.com right now and download the show notes, transcriptions and some of my best frameworks and systems for free. Thanks again for tuning in and being a part of this amazing community. Until next time, this is Dr. Steve Day and you've been listening to Systemize Your Success.